0: Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com.
1: Welcome back to Orange Nation. Our artist of the day, Marvin Gaye. This one too busy thinking about my baby. I'm too busy thinking about this uh, burger that our friends at Rocky's Pub in Liverpool have put in front of us. They gave us two smash burgers, Steve, with bacon jam. The smash burger is a blend of brisket, short rib, and ground beef. That sounds
0: good. It looks delicious. It does. It smells great. I, I did steal a couple of fries during the break.
1: I want Jordan to come in and eat it during the segment because the problem with having Jordan be a food critic is he's a young kid with no money. Everything is yeah delicious to him. <laughs> is
0: is he's gonna eat it in
1: front of us though? Yeah. That's not very nice. Why not? There's more. Oh, okay. There's more. Right. It's not like they, they. I got more over here. I just he's like just watching him eat is entertainment in itself. Like we should. We need a bib for him.
0: Cause it'll be like. Well, I just know that it, it smells really good and it's making me hungry. Watching him eat it I will love make me hungry. Brisket
1: and short rib. Yeah. I didn't realize you could mix them together. Make perfection.
0: All right, let's uh, let's bring on our first guest today. Uh, you can uh, you can hear him on the SU basketball radio post game shows with uh, Brian Higgins right here on ESPN Radio. You can see him on the Devo Show on QSportsTalk.com. Our good friend Eric Devendorf joining us on the program uh, this afternoon. Eric, how are you? Always great to talk to
2: you. Hey, what's going on, guys? Well, I'm hungry now, so I know. After... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make some food when I get up with you. <laughs> yeah, we
0: we are as well. These these burgers look great. Um all right, let's let's jump into basketball and I, I guess let's just start, you know, it's our, our first time having you on this show in, in a little bit here. Um what what are your overall impressions of this team through uh you know through the first month plus of the season?
2: Well I mean I think we all knew that it, it was going to take some time, you know, having what, six, seven freshmen, um you know, and the only senior guys is really Joe, Simeon and Jesse. So it was gonna take a little bit of time to Put it together, I think on both sides of the ball, and you know, obviously, we saw that early. Um, But also, I think that you know, we knew that they could improve as the season went along, and I think we're starting to see that as well. Obviously, with um, you know Joe shooting the ball well, um, he's that's you know he's a big thing for this team. If he shoots the ball well, then they're going to play better. And then um, you see Jesse playing at an all-American level, uh, and then of course Judah. I think um, he's just going to continue to get better. He's making better reads, making better decisions, and then. Uh, the next step we talked about is him really, um, you know, finding that consistent three-point shot, that consistent mid-range shot. Um, but he's, um, you know, he's played excellent, I thought, I think, and he's he's continued to improve. So um, I, I don't know, man. I think, I don't know if they're right on schedule to what everyone thinks, but uh, I think they're trending upwards, and I think these young guys are, are starting to get a little bit more confidence um, in each game.
0: You know, you mentioned uh, the way that Judas playing, and when we first saw him, I think we were all amazed at at his athleticism, his ability to get to the basket. But one of the problems, you know, very early in the year, was he was going 100 miles an hour at all times, and you know, it it led to some turnovers. He got sped up in spots, and and in a short period of time, Eric, he's turned that around to where he has found that balance between when he's a playmaker and when he's got to go for himself. And to the point where these last four games, he's got 22 assists and two turnovers. Um, are you surprised, him being a freshman, how quickly it's kind of clicked for him uh, from where things started to, to what he's been doing these last four games?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I mean, I think, you know, we know he's had the he has the ability, he has the talent, uh, and, and we know he's got in with the assistant coaches, GMAC, Red, Griff, sat down, watched film, and, and really slowed the game down so we could see where the reads are. And. And like you said, he was going 1,000 miles per hour. He was getting by, but um, he was getting by with his head down, not, not able to make reads, and that's where the turnovers and bad passes, charges start to happen. But uh, he slowed it down. You could see he's starting to read the game more. He's starting to get others involved, and now I think um, that makes the team better because now other guys are confident and they know that they're going to get the ball from him when he's open. So um, it's a maturation process for him, for the team, um, but I don't, say, I don't think I would be surprised – um, to say that he's, you know, made that improvement in that area because you know he's had that, he has that ability.
1: I goof a lot about it, and uh, we've discussed it before. That you know, everybody wants a dog on their team. Does Judah Mintz check that box for you? Is he is he a guy that is intense enough and, and goes out there and yells and does what uh, the Syracuse fans think is lacking lately from the team?
2: hundred percent, he's a dog. I, I mean, you can see it in his mindset. I, I mean, he's not a guy who's gonna. I mean, do a whole bunch of rah rah stuff. Like, I mean, you see the intensity, you see the passion. I mean, obviously, you know, he he got into a, um, whatever he got into, where he touched the guy's face and he came back. Uh, but he has it in him. I, I mean, you can see he gets he gets fired up. He, you know, a couple of times I've seen him slapping Joe five and slapping Joe on the butt, trying to hit, trying to get him going. So I mean, we just really needed that. Like, just you know, we have the talent, but we need guys with that mindset. You know, guys who are gonna. You know, keep fighting through that, through the ups and downs. And the one thing I will say in the beginning of the season, even though Judah, he was playing out of control at times and turning the ball over, he never quit. Like, he continued to fight. He was given 100% energy and effort, even in that Illinois game. He, he was still fighting, trying to get to the rim, you know, even when we were down 30. So, uh, I mean, he's, you know, we desperately just, just needed a guy with that mindset. And, I mean, you could hear it on the telecast. These guys, the announcers are saying that he's, you know, he's the one. He's the guy in this team. He's he's the best player. He's kind of the the engine that is going to continue to make the Syracuse team go. And um, obviously, we need Joe and and Jesse and those other guys. But if this guy can really continue to improve at the uh, at the rate he is, I mean, hey, we got a lot of young guys, but we got a lot of talent as well. And it's going to be fun to watch these guys continue to put it together.
0: You know, Eric, when you were kind of going over your overall observations, you mentioned the backcourt. You mentioned Jesse, and and if it. I think everybody feels comfortable with you know, with those three guys. I think we're, you know, and you listen to Jim Beheim after games, he talks about the forwards, and they got a rebound, and, and he calls out Benny, and he calls out Chris Bell, and we've seen John Bola-Jock get a lot of time lately. Um, you know, Malik Brown uh, continues to to make the most of the time he's given. Tell me about how you feel about the forwards, and, and do you think at some point this year there will be a change in the starting lineup, or do you think, Coach Bayham will keep the starting line up the same, and then just you know work in the guys and and you know play the guys more who are delivering.
2: Well, I mean, I, I like our forwards. Just to be honest, I mean, it's a lot of talent right there. It just hasn't been any consistency. I mean, when you talk about Benny. Uh, he, he's a guy that in the beginning of the year, you know, me and Chris Joe talked about as being an X factor, a guy that has the ability, has the talent. Uh, you know, just has to have his mind in the game, and, and he's a guy that is, he's up and down a lot. You, know, you can see the effort one time, and then it's not there or the other. Uh, then you got you know Chris Bell, Justin Taylor. I mean, Chris Bell, he'd, he'd be the guy if he could just rebound a little bit better, you know, and if he could be a little bit more active defensively. I mean, he can knock down shots. And we all know Coach loves a guy who can score the ball. And, you know, Chris Bell can do that. He can space the floor. Now he just needs to add more on the other end of the floor. And then I love what Malik Brown's been bringing. I mean, when he plays and gets the chance and opportunity – seems like he puts numbers up there, and he's a guy who just kind of has a knack for the ball. He's, he's around the rim. He, you know, he gets those loose balls and offensive rebounds and, and putbacks. So, I mean, we have talent there. It's just about, you know, bringing that consistency. You know, Justin Taylor, he came in, had 25 against Bryant. You know, he could score on the wing. So, if, if we can, you know, have a guy or one or two that could really bring that consistency each and every game, I mean, watch out because now we're going to another level. Am I saying we're going to win the ACC? Probably not. I mean, but I think we're we're in the middle of the pack, and we can continue to get better. And then, you know, for the for the years coming, you know, I think we have a chance to be a, a real good team.
0: You know, we're not used to seeing Jim Bayheim you know, use this many guys. Uh, do you think that tightens up once they get into conference play, or do you think we're we're going to see him use a lot of guys this year?
2: I mean, I, honestly, I think it would tighten up. But I mean, now just how it is, if, if these guys, if if one guy doesn't really put his himself ahead of all the others as far as the consistency goes. I mean, I think he'll go a little bit deeper than he usually does. I mean, he has guys that are talented. You see Malik Brown, sometimes he doesn't even play. You know, the last game he comes, he has 12 and 7. You know, he's, he's efficient missing like, you know, one shot from the field. So, we have options. Um, I think he wants to keep it tight. He wants somebody to kind of emerge um, you know, above the rest of those guys. You know, but if they don't, I mean I think he'll, you know, he'll go a little bit deeper than usual.
0: And, and I guess last question for you, um Eric before we get you out of here, you know, Cornell on Saturday is the the final nine conference game. What what would you like to see out of this team? You know, is there a question you want to see answers? there something you would like to see them take a, for, you know, take a step forward in some areas they get ready to, to jump back into ACC play next week.
2: So I think Joe and Jesse, I mean they're doing a pretty good job of being consistent. Jesse has been all season. Obviously Joe has some up and downs, but you know, the, during this four-game stretch, he's he's been shooting the ball pretty good. Judas, same thing; he's been playing good. I think just some consistency from those fours, like you said, Steve, just rebounding defensively uh, and making shots. And then you want to win the game, obviously, but you want to win in convincing fashion, especially against a, a Cornell. I mean, I'm not saying these teams aren't good, but. Normally, you know, you, you win by 2025. 20, you go into the next game feeling good about yourself. And, and I think we just need that momentum. We have to start feeling better about ourselves. That's a four game win streak, now a five game win streak, you know, going into conference play. So win, but win um, convincingly and win knowing that you're improving.
0: All right. Uh, as always, we appreciate the insight. Enjoy the game uh, this weekend, Eric. And we'll talk, uh, talk again soon.
2: Awesome. Enjoy those burgers.
0: Yeah, well, we will. We we absolutely will. Uh Eric Devendorf joining us here on the show. Yeah, Paulie. Our next guest Steve Baseball
1: Hot Stove. Yep. We're going to talk uh, to Anthony Franco for MLB trade rumors and there's a there's a rumor circulating that our two favorite baseball teams have been in discussions. I saw this about a superstar and I think it's
0: hogwash. All right. Well, we will uh, we will discuss with the expert. We'll find out if it's hogwash. All right, that's coming up next on ESPN Radio.